Have we started? Bam. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was in the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're here. I'm assembling We're happy. my Funko Pop figures next to me. That's good. It feels yeah. like we haven't recorded in a minute just because we had, I, I, what would you say, an abbreviated episode? An abbreviated? Yeah, it was only it was only two hours. <laughs> That's not the right word. A alternative episode? An extra episode? It was a against the grain sewed. I like it. Against the grain sewed. We call it a grain sewed. We'll have a lot of grain sods thrown out there over time. I think so. As long as the people are fun. Welcome to Bumfuzzle. My name is BRC Yeah. And with me is a man that as soon as he found out he was on starting defense, he started bashing his head into car windows. Aaron Kirby. Thank you. That was Matt Tuiasasopo. <laughs> was it really? It? No, no. He was, it, was from know, the he... Mo- it was from the movie The Program. What? There was a guy in, the, in that movie from The Program that was really big on the juice, and he found out he got starting defense on the college team, and he started bashing his head into car windows. Oh, nice. I was thinking about Matt Tuyasasopa at UW, where after he won one time, uh, he was a fullback. He went and started breaking car windows with his fists. Yeah, so I think that was probably in reference to that scene in that football movie. I just farted. And with us is a man who won a tiny contest to spread the word of the bumfuzzle cheer. Also won our hearts. And our hearts. Is it Jimmy, James, or Jimothy? Uh, any of the above. There, all three are on my driver's license. So, all right. Well, we want to make sure people can find you on Twitter. So, Jimmy Nips is with us this week. Jimmy Nips. Thanks for welcome, having me, guys. welcome. How do you how do you feel? What is it like? Do you feel like you've broken through the fourth wall? When I did a podcast with Aaron back in the day, it was kind of weird at first, and I had some questions. Uh, it kind of feels... I've known Kirby for, for a little while, but I haven't spoken voice-to-voice to him in a while. So it, it feels like, you know, when you, you see an old friend at a party and you want to go talk to them, but they don't really care about you. That's almost what it feels like, except that Kirby actually makes me feel very welcome. So it's the opposite. Hey! That's what he does. That's awesome. Your dog, Chris's dog, loves it. I know. Loves the camaraderie. Shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> Shut up. We've known each other for, I think, over 10 years. I hope you guys get really emotional about this while I'm just like literally shutting my dog's fucking mouth. You shut the fuck up. (laughs) As we we emotionally bond and and reconnect here while you're just in the background swearing or swearing at your your dog. I mean, uh, the same thing. If my kids get out of bed, I'm going to do the same thing. And just think about this. That dog almost died on the podcast. No, that was the other one. Oh, okay. This one's just a shithead. Okay, I'm sorry. I just thought that it almost died on the podcast and you started screaming at it like four weeks later. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Keep yelling at the shithead then. Yeah. Fucking Fiona is just being a butthole. So this is an interesting thing because actually how Aaron and I met was through, um, I was kind of similar to you. I feel like I was, what would you say? The off speed podcast, darling. Is it okay to say that about myself? You just started making us stuff with, for no reason, for no reason. And it made me break through. I got to be on an episode. Lo and behold, I moved into a position to be in a podcast with Aaron and 
I was advertising a podcast with my wife at the time, and you are probably going to do that this evening. And odds are, one of us is gone. And the question is, who will it be? <laughs> All I know is that I'm going to keep standing by the end of this. I'll be up standing yeah. and talking to a microphone somewhere in America. <laughs> and I'll be doing a podcast talking about voting okay so with that being said uh let's get into the let's get into the fun stuff and everyone jimmy aaron my question to you is what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing jimmy after you my friend Okay, well, what I'm doing, as you said, I, I am about to launch my own podcast next week. Uh, so this week has been getting it all set up with the different providers, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, I emailed Spotify. I don't know. Something might come of that. If not, whatever. Um, but that's, that's mostly what I've been doing. I've also been pet-sitting a hedgehog for one of my friends who's on Ooh. vacation. Uh, well, let me tell you, I, I thought that I wanted a hedgehog because they seemed really cool and quirky until about a day in of pet setting this hedgehog, and they stink like shit, and it makes the weirdest, god-awful noises. I'm the hoping worst. this thing doesn't die on me, but... Uh, fun fact to interject, I owned a hedgehog. Nipples. Nipples, the hedgehog, and they are gross animals. They are yeah. gross, they stink... They make really bad noises. They're probably the gross. Like I've had like a gerbil before and a guinea pig, and those smell like shit. But what was your hedgehog's name? Nipples. And Jimmy's last name's Nips. No, it was just like areola, like nipples. Okay. Unrelated. Yeah, oh. I didn't name my hedgehog after Jimmy Nips. That would have been. His name would be Jimmy Nips. It wouldn't be Nipples. It wouldn't be a play. Yeah. So okay. I, the I had a hedgehog, and. Nipples, may he rest mm -hmm. in peace wherever he may be at this moment. He uh, he had a wheel. Does yours have a wheel? Did they give you a wheel? No, he has a little wicker basket and a, <laughs> um, a bell. <laughs> Why does he have a bell? I, to ring it? I don't know. He does. I've never seen him interact with it, but it's hanging from his cage. So he just has a bell, and it's like a dinner bell. <laughs> what is this? It's yeah, it's like a little a little it's not a plastic bell, but it's it's hanging on a plastic chain and it sits outside his his little wicker basket home which he sits in all day except for when he goes out to eat and he shits every time he eats. So it's <laughs> Gross. instantaneously. Yeah. So Nipples would do this thing. I got I got him a wheel because they like to run. So I yeah. got him this wheel and he'd climb into it and he would just run in it like a hamster wheel, you know? But uh the thing about hedgehogs is they shit so much. And I don't know how they shit so much, but they shit so much. So nipples would run and then he'd stop and he'd take a shit and then he would run, but he's in a wheel. So then he would stop and take a shit and he would just do this for hours. And then, so it would be a completely clean wheel. And then within like three hours, the entire inside would be covered in hedgehog shit because he would just track it around the whole thing. They are does fucking it, gross. Does it drip shit on the drip shit on the top of him? Uh, no, no, not really, because it would he would just walk over the top of it, and they have like some sticky shit. Yes. Have you ever put? Have you ever given them like a toilet paper tube to play with? They like that. 
No, but I, I probably have one in my bathroom. You should because they'll put it on their head because their eyes are so wide that it actually helps them see forward. So they'll put it in and they'll look and be like, what is this? And then they'll just like wear it and run around. It's very cute. I think he's over it though. I mean, I'll try it. I don't, I, I am no longer emotionally invested in this hedgehog, but yes, I, uh, I'll try anything. Okay. When is, when does the hedgehog, when is it done? Not soon enough, but I, Friday or Saturday, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't remember. Do you know if it's an Arenaceous, a Darian, or a Desert Hedgehog? It's white. What's the hedgehog's name? Uh, the hedgehog's name is Zoomer. Which Fuck I assume that. Is like the, the dollar that's store like version a, of Sonic. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's like a bootleg Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. God love damn it. That. Love that. Yes. They live to be two to five years. Yeah. Mine, I gave, so I moved to LA for a little bit. Uh, and so I couldn't take it because of the ban on exotic animals mm-hmm. in most of the apartments down there. Mm-hmm. So I gave it to this girl who had like a big crush on me. And then I just gave her my hedgehog because she said she could take care of it. I was like, oh, that's perfect. This worked out perfectly. And then she contacted me. I don't know what day of the week it was, but it was like 11 a.m. saying, hey, do you know anyone who would take care of nipples? I'm going for an extended out-of-the-country trip tonight. Oh, man. I was really hoping you'd say, hey, are you going to fuck me or not? Because I'm going to kill this thing if you're not. <laughs> no, that was out of the way. So that, that was fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she just called and I told her to fuck off. And so I don't know where nipples is. Rip. He, he's dead. Yeah, he now, wasn't going to last sure. long. Two to five years. Come on. God, no. I'm looking at a four toed hedgehog that is from North Africa. So that may be where ah. you got whatever that dipshit's name is. <laughs> I got him from some crazy guy, uh, lady in Puyallup. That sounds about right. That sounds pretty Puyallupy. Do you have other exotic pets, or is this just is this just one uh, this, that you're? I have no other pets other than the children right now. So that's nice. awesome. So whose dog was barking before we recorded? That was your dog, dude. No, no, no. There was another dog. Maybe it was your dog's. It might have been. Oh, it was my dog because I heard him. Okay, when I was going. They were they were sad. I left, man. They think I'm Roger. Here. Roger, Roger, Roger. So. Let's let's just run through the scenario, Jimmy Nips. I am your friend. I am asking you to watch my head hedgehog for a second time. What is the excuse, or do you just say yes? <sighs> I'm a nice guy, so honestly, I'd probably say yes. But this is a good friend. Yeah, Jimmy, would you would you consider being like, yeah, man, I'd like to, but is there any way I could make it less gross? Yeah, just like I. I'll ask them next time if I, because I'm not going to spray Febreze on him right now, but I really want to because <laughs> it just, it stinks so bad. And they they told me that they changed the bedding in it, you know, once every week or two. And we got this thing on Saturday and I changed it by Monday because it stunk so bad. Do you sit next to this friend on the couch ever? Like <laughs> fucking one or two weeks at a time? Like, are they, or do they have a nice uh, odor? Do they sound, do they smell hygienic? Um, no, <laughs> but 
I always blamed that on the fact that he is Mexican, which is an inside joke between him and myself, because he is Mexican. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> he's got a friend. It's fine. It's, it's yeah. fine. He's, he's only half Mexican. He's, he's, we always joke that he's, <laughs> he's about as Mexican half. as Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Our Kentucky demographic is going to skyrocket. Um <laughs> <laughs> awesome beautiful well we'll we'll get into more of that project you're working on but um is there any any other games any shows anything else like that that you're doing right now other than watching that stupid ass hedgehog yeah that hedgehog uh, games wise i just started playing assassin's creed origins mm. uh, i got it for christmas and i finally cracked it open last week nice so i'm i'm enjoying it so far i've only put a couple hours into it but it's 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 pretty fun it's beautiful mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, at what price point would you recommend someone buy that game? Uh, no more than forty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty generous, so. especially for an older game that's been out for a minute. Yeah, I bought I it for forty. Yeah, yeah. Are you a completionist? Do you like doing all the side quests to maximize your value? I used to be. When I first started at GameStop, and I was able to get my my hands on all these games. I would complete everything that I played, so I, I would try to get you know a thousand uh, achievements, whatever the gamer score on Xbox. I would go for all that. Now, I'm just like let me put it on normal difficulty. Let me beat the story mode. I'm trading it in. Wow, so. that's how I that's that's what I do. I've never just been really much of a completionist, anyway. I do it because I feel like it gives you the most of your money. But also giving you the most of your money is doing the meat of it and then getting a return back for it. But you also hate physical copies of things. So I do. Sense. Cloud, baby. Yeah, but then that's just, you don't get any return. I get return on my time because I don't I have to go Jimmy to the I think Jimmy and stove. I are, are cut from a, from a GameStop cloth where we saw how it works, so we still know how it, like, it works to work the system for maximum value, yeah. which I think mm-hmm. affects our buying patterns. Yeah. Where I go for... The convenience. Yeah. You know what happened to me the other day at the store? Uh, someone, or I saw a giant rat, rat the size of a Dasani bottle, and I asked my coworkers, would you still go to that store? Like, genuinely interested, because I'm on the fence right now. And they all said, yeah, I would for the convenience. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Would you go to the store still? What kind of store is it? To Fred Meyer. Just a grocery store. Uh, not a grocery store. Pretty gross, right? Yeah. I think I'd still go, but that's because I'm pretty gross. What if I told you that I told someone, and it was basically me telling the guy that it was raining outside based on his reaction? He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Does that change anything? Just, I wouldn't be going to any dinners at his house. How old was the guy? Ballpark his age. <laughs> That's a good question. I didn't think of answering that or that that was relevant. Because anything yeah. under 21, he's not going to give a shit. You could have. Yeah, but he was old, older than me, and you could also make the claim that he's just given up. <laughs> Maybe he's just like, just listen, like, bro, I work at a grocery store. Come on. <laughs> you know, this is Fred Meyer. This is Freddy's, yeah. baby. <laughs> Yeah, so that so that happened. But Aaron, before I dive too deep, what are you doing? Got Far Cry, loving mm. it. Quick side note before I talk about Far Cry, mm-hmm. uh, 
Chelsea's keys still missing. <laughs> they were, I think, two days missing by the time we last spoke. It's been That's a whole about week. to be a segment. Uh, it's been a whole week, and mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for new keys. Yeah. So we'll see how long this goes. We've done a very good job, and she has been not pressing me to buy new keys, which is the most interesting part of it, but we've been using my keys. But I've been playing Far Cry, which is good. I haven't played as much as I want to since I picked it up. I picked it up on Friday. i just been busy. But mm-hmm. uh, I love the opening cinematic to it. Uh, I think they do a really good job. Now, the thing with Far Cry is Far Cry 4 was truly the first Far Cry that gripped me. Like, I've played a little bit of each one, but Far Cry got me. And everyone says Far Cry 3 has the best villain. Luckily, I got the Gold Edition so I can play Far Cry 3 Remastered, which I'm definitely going to do. But Far Cry 4's villain was kind of like, he was like a cool heel in wrestling. Because, like, when I had to kill him, I, like, didn't want to because he made me laugh. Like, I, I liked the guy. But the bad guy in Far Cry 5, the moment after the opening cinematic, I was like, oh, boy, am I ready to beat you with a pipe? Like, I just want to fucking murder you. So I'm very excited to get through the game. So far, it's really, really fun. I got this cool dog named Boomer who's following me around. He's my boy. Whenever he gets hurt, I give him belly rubs. Big fan of that. And, uh, yeah, just been playing a lot of Far Cry. It's WrestleMania week, so really all I've been thinking about is wrestling this entire time but we'll get into that in sports in our sports entertainment chapter mm-hmm. what have you sli- if you did your homework then say i did my homework i did my homework i did my homework and if you did your homework then say i did my homework i did my homework i did my homework i want to do a good job we've been doing well, I would like to talk about a game that you and I both just played, and it's mm. honestly by far my favorite game I've played this year, and that is A Way Out. And premise, real quick breakdown, uh, it is about two guys that get locked up in prison. Uh, they break out of that prison because they both find out that they're in prison because of a guy named, I believe his name is Harvey. Harvey. And they want to track down Harvey to more or less murder him and then take back what is rightfully theirs, which is a famous diamond, which I didn't know existed. There are diamonds that are famous in the world. Like the Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what that is until just now. Um, but anyways, so the game is a co-op game, and Aaron and I ended up streaming it, which in itself made it a ton of fun because, uh, Jimmy, were you able to watch the stream at all? I did not, actually. Yeah, so it's what was cool, cool about we it? We made so much money on the stream, hand over fist, donations flying in. Yeah, it was crazy. People were people were mailing us liquid cash, just water. Um, <laughs> but the cool thing about it was there was there was elements of the game where you could vote on the direction that you went, and we could like pull the chat and make people participate and do like really cool things. The other thing that was that was cool that was like a weird moment that maybe this is just too uh, granular is there was a moment in the game where Aaron and I were so into it that we didn't even pull the chat and we just both picked that we wanted to fucking kill this guy and it was just like we were just like very in sync and it was just a very fun cooperative. I don't want to say it's a puzzle game. But there's some light puzzles here and there. Very, uh, very uncharted feel to it. Um, great story. Awesome immersion. Ton of fun. It was really, really good. I had a really good time. I want 
I wish I don't want to spoil it, but I, I will, know that's the that's what I was trying. Uh, I will with. say that it's one of those games where you do have decisions, and the decisions you make affect the story. Like there is a completely different story that you can take with it, and there is a very big building point at the very end uh, where you do have to. I mean, you kind of have a decision. You have an action sequence. It's God. I just want to say it. I want to say it because it was so good. Can I? I, don't, I can't say it. We'll talk about it in three weeks. You guys have three weeks to play it. It was like mm-hmm. eight hours. It wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. What's going on in the background here? What's happening? Is there a dog licking a bowl? No. No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you There's sure? There's no bowls. There's no bowls here. I will just tell you, though, that I just received an email from a guy. Um, and it says that if I ask if I've heard of a virus... It says, "Would you like to? Co- I would like to compliment you. Now you have become a very, became a please owner of my own type with the software. I have succeeded quite a few helpful stuff on your PC, which I am not on a PC. Uh, plus, I've been able for connecting to all your devices together with a cell phone tell. But these are the small things when compared to the other things. I've programmed my virus to fully capture your microphone, a webcam, and an image from your monitor and a few movies." I do believe they will be interested for you. The most fascinating part is that my software saved is the moment you check out one of the pornographic sites. I have spent 10 minutes of my time to mix two. One is an image from a screen and the other image from a live can. It absolutely was funny. All right, let's get to the issue. I suggest you send me $200 to my wallet. Huh. Dude, it sounds, takes- like, it sounds like you got black mirrored. I did get Blackbeard. He he takes Bitcoin. I have five days. He will give all the information to my contact list I found on your computing device. Your computing device? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It is going to be very funny if all of your family receive a footage of this sort. You're fucked, dude. I'm pretty, I'm pretty bummed. Your house of cards is about to fucking fall apart. Mm-hmm. It's got um, crumbling down, and you know what? I will say to this: it's about time. Yeah, it's about time your double life has come to bite you in the butt. It's it is. You know, I mean, I I get it. It's it's all it's all coming to terms. I just I have to just move forward with my punishment, which is all my coworkers never on my phone seeing a picture of me beating off to pornography. I guess kid porn too. That was the Black Mirror, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a bummer, dude. That's going to be a heavy reveal. Sorry about it. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have to fight some really older man to death. And then you're going to mm-hmm. get arrested. Yes. So that's, 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 uh, that's what I'm dealing with here. That's why, I'm on, that's why I'm on high alert. So there you go. A way out. A that way was fantastic. Out. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it to everyone. And guess what? Out of the box, it is $30. Jimmy, do you have someone that you could play a way out with? I'm sure that I could find someone who would play. Yeah, it is $30, and it is... what? How long did it take us, Aaron? $6 to beat? Or six hours to beat? Six hours, seven hours, maybe eight hours. Hey, Jim Bone, does your wife play games with you? Yes, yeah. She uh, she loves playing local co-op with us, or with me. Um mm. Like Call of Duty, things like that. Anything we can do split screen, she's she's about that. Oh, nice! That's cool. She plays Call of Duty. Uh, I, I think this is the perfect game. It's a local co-op. I'm checking. I'm checking right now. I'm checking it right is. now. Yes. Done. 
boom, 30 bucks, dude. It'll be fun. I promise. I promise. Other than that, is anyone doing anything else? Or are we going to go to school? Dude, all I do is think about wrestling this week. I have nothing else in my brain. <laughs> okay, well, we better I got a boner that. like three days ago, and that's the last one I've gotten because all I think about is wrestling. Perfect. Mm, Joey. All right, so homework. Uh, let's go ahead and turn in some of those bad boys. We are on a little bit of a delay. Uh, if, if For those that don't remember, the homework was I asked Aaron to listen to a podcast episode of the Bennett Brothers talking to Bill Simmons. Yes. And he gave me a uh, match to watch, which is Final Deletion. Um, and Jimmy, I don't know what you participated in, but by all means, participate where you wish. So Aaron, why don't you go ahead and start out with the podcast episode and Give me your thoughts. So it was the uh, the famous Bennett brothers, Michael Bennett and Martellus Bennett. And it was actually kind of funny because Martellus Bennett retired the day after this a podcast that I listened to, which was kind of funny because he was talking about his availability for the upcoming season. But mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, uh, Michael Bennett and Mar- Martellus Bennett to a much lesser extent, but Michael Bennett is... Uh, is fairly infamous throughout the NFL. He's a guy who uh, isn't a by. He's a, very loud. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe him. He is a he's a he's a very loud activist. He's one of those very outspoken Seattle Seahawks players. He recently got traded to the Eagles, but a lot of people would compare him to Richard Sherman because he's somebody who kind of calls the media out on bullshit. Sometimes he can look silly, but most of the times uh, he's kind of speaking with a lot of logic. And uh, he does a lot of really great stuff for the community. He's had that issue with uh, the Vegas PD where they held him down and said they were going to blow his head off. And then also, I guess he assaulted a paraplegic lady. That's one's up in the air. There's a lot of hearsay with that. But uh, I guess he was trying to go on to the uh, football field after his brother won the Super Bowl. And I don't know what happened. I haven't really read into it. But the headline is hilarious is that he beat up a paraplegic lady. But... I'm not sure if that's exactly what happened. However, I listened to the podcast and I came out liking Martellus Bennett a whole hell of a lot. And I thought Michael Bennett was kind of a jag the entire time. Uh, but it is a really good podcast. And I think you guys should listen to it. They cover a whole myriad of topics. I think it's very interesting to listen to NFL players, especially guys who are as well-educated uh, and insightful as the Bennett brothers talking about football and not not talking like X's and O's. They're kind of like talking about the state of the game. I find that stuff to be very, very interesting. So if you're into that, you should definitely check it out. Uh, but they seem to have really good rapport with Bill Simmons. I also love the Bill Simmons podcast. I listen to that with sports I even don't like. So I think you should give it a shot. Give it a there shot. There you go. Yeah, Martellus Bennett seemed like a real, real hoot. Michael Bennett seems like a guy I would not want to hang out with. Yeah, I don't know why he was being such an aggressor. He was, right? Yeah, it was very weird. I don't know why he was I feel like he a had a, something to prove to Bill Simmons, and Bill Simmons was just like, let's just chat. And Martellus Bennett was like, yeah, I can just chat. Um, yeah. Maybe he was, was just bizarre. agitated that day. Because I've seen Michael Bennett have conversations with people. Like, he's had comment or he's had conversations with, you know, vets about the protesting, police officers, like, people that come up to the Seahawks facility. So he seems like... He's willing to have conversations as long as people approach him with respect. I just don't. I just don't know why he came off with a bad attitude. Maybe Bill Simmons said some shit in the past that he didn't agree with. Yeah, I imagine it might be that because I have seen Michael Bennett talk to people, and it has been very 
Uh, it's been a, it was a lot more cordial. I don't I don't think he was being mean or rude by any means, mm-hmm. but he did come off very not wanting to be there. Totes, totes. I fucking I fucking agree with that. It still is a good listen. Um, would listen. you would you say it's time sensitive? I don't think it is. Not really. No, it has a lot to do with kind of the overarching stories of just football in general. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. time sensitive thing is that at one point Martellus was like, you know, I'm talking to teams, and then it was like the next day he retired. Right. Yeah. No, that was like hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, it was like um, released. Amazing. Yeah, and what I did was I watched the final deletion. Ooh. I'm definitely gonna need your help with this one. You and Jimmy could probably speak to this better than I fucking could. But there was two guys. One of them was fat, and he had a big beard and dreadlocks. And then there was like an older guy who had really nice teeth. <sighs> um, and he was luring the other guy. And then they were fighting, and then it would just cut out randomly, and then they were in the woods all of a sudden, and then there was fireworks, and then they were in a barn, and then he hit him in the chest of the ladder, and then it would fade out again, and then the old guy with the nice teeth was gone, and then the fat guy flipped over a rowboat, and then he was handed a glo- globe by another old guy, and he started singing, he's got the whole world in his hands, and then a guy with like a fade in his beard came over and whispered it in his ear, and then the guy came back from hiding and then pinned him and the match was over. And this is all done by like a fucking VHS home camera. It like wasn't even an HD. <laughs> there was like a scene where he showed him his ha- house and the old guy with the nice teeth to the fat guy with dreadlocks was like, does this look familiar? And it showed a picture of him like opening barn doors. And it was just like, this is the most B-rated movie I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I feel like two people that are filled with Botox and fake tits are about to have sex because this is like a cheap porno is what I'm watching. You know what? I would like to give the floor to Jimmy on this one (laughs) because I know he's a big fan of this as well, but I would like him to be involved in this explanation. Did anything I say was unfair? Just tell me that. No, you were just stating what happened. Yeah, you're really accurate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Proceed. Yeah, every bit of that was accurate. And and first off, Vanguard One is not a a VHS. First off, it's a sentient drone. Yeah. So I, I I'm not offended though. I'll just you know you don't you don't understand you don't you don't get it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but no, I I thought as I, I've said it earlier today that it is simultaneously the best and worst thing about pro wrestling right now. It's yeah. it, you just you have to buy in. You have to suspend all belief, and you have to buy into the product and just let it be what it is, and that's entertainment. Just pure ridiculousness. Yes. So a little backstory on this is that Matt Hardy, who is the old man with the nice teeth, is feuding with Bray Wyatt, who is the fat guy with dreads. Now mm-hmm. Matt Hardy did this once before in the competing brand of pro wrestling called TNA, which is also called Impact, which is, it, it's a whole, the whole name is a different story. But he did this multiple times. He actually, the guy with the beard who came in and whispered it is his brother. He originally did it against his brother, deleted his brother from existence, and then his brother became somebody new who was his, op- it was his whole thing. So they come to back to WWE after being incredibly very legendary tag team in their own right. And now they're letting Matt Hardy do this in WWE, which is a parody of, I think, everything. 
because it's just it's all bullshit it's supposed to be like in that way that the room was very popular for being bad that's kind of what they're doing with final deletion and what the whole idea is is that it's it's self-aware that it's bad so it's okay if that makes sense Mm-hmm. Why did they not do it live? Why didn't they fight live? Why did it have to be like a pre-recorded thing? Well, like, why was it on a soundstage? There's so much they were doing in there. I mean, you have Vanguard 1, who's the sentient drone, so you had to do the cutting to him. There's just so much that was going on. Why do you need that part? Vanguard 1's part of the hardy compound. Yeah. And that rowboat that you flipped over is called the dilapidated boat. And the old man with the shovel is Senor Benjamin, who's the gardener. And then he has his kids. It, the whole thing is filmed at his house. But I don't think you could pull it off live. No. There's don't just, say don't say no like that. It's, it's too much of a production. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, don't call it a production. There's no way you're going to have one wrestler shoot another wrestler with fucking roman candles and then be like we're not done rolling like come you're coming to the barn now and but he's gonna try to run crowd you reactions like you couldn't even like because there was like, no crowd around it was no the sir compound. no sir but when they run promos and that's in the background you can still hear the crowd reaction like because they could have a, incorporated in that the audio. arena this is the hardy compound okay but you're sitting here telling me that they couldn't play that video and then have a crowd mic while they were playing that video at the live event, wherever they played it? They could have, but I think it would have taken you out of the whole uh, immersiveness of it. Like you're, Oh, you're I wouldn't call me immersed. <laughs> sounds That's like you're, you are a hater, and haters to the <laughs> left, my friend. Haters directly to my left. You know what I think happened, Aaron Kirby, is you showed me, you're like, hey, this is the best form of wrestling when you showed me the guys on NXT, like, this is the best form of wrestling. You should watch this. Like, there's really, like, good technical ability here. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm in. And then you showed me another one. You're like, all right, this one's kind of out there a little bit. But, like, the wrestling's still there. It's still good fighting. Like, it's a good story. And then you're like, he's fucking biting every one of these. And then you, like, basically gave me fucking mushrooms. And you're like, <laughs> this is, like... Peak wrestling fan shit. Like, this is the apex of what you can expect. That's what I think what you did. That's the shit that the wrestling purists, I would say, hate what I made you watch. The oh, Jim, really? The Jim Cornettes of the world. Not the Jimmy and I's. The Jimmy and I's are down for whatever. Absolutely. Now, why was it called Final Deletion? Because it was like an old haunted house. No, because they deleted Bray Wyatt. They threw him into the lake of reincarnation. Were you not watching? And he's gone now. He's been deleted. We haven't seen Bray since. He hasn't been deleted. He has been deleted. So Jeff Hardy was deleted by his brother and came back as brother Nero or obsolete mule, whichever one you want to call him. And he just did his bidding. Because So his, he's going to do a different character? Yes, most likely. Because the storyline of his existing characters played out? Yeah. Oh, very much. Yeah. So this is a way to reinvent himself. Yes, in the weirdest way possible. And I don't know if it's... So the whole... His, that bit with the lake is in, in TNA, he would throw people into the lake of reincarnation and they would come back as like old characters that they've done before. 
So people don't know if Bray Wyatt's going to be the former character he was, Husky Harris, or if he's just going to be a whole new guy. It's going to be fun. What was the boat called? The dilapidated boat. Why is there a boat? Because it's dilapidated. Because they have the Lake of Reincarnation. You can't cross over without a boat. Where do you, you cro- drop where do you into cross- it? What are you crossing the lake for? What's on the other side? More of the Hardy compound. What's on that? What's in that compound? I don't know. There's uh, there's all the 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 fields and stuff. <laughs> Jimmy, help me out here. I think there's a dirt bike track somewhere around there. There is. There is a dirt bike track. He's right. So how often is this thing in the thing, in the episodes? Well, it's been, in WWE, this is the first time they've done yeah, it. this is the first. So but, they're going to, like, keep going back to the soundstage? Yeah, his house, the Hardy compound. Stop calling it. That's the name. That's where they're <laughs> no, at. It's his house. Yeah, the Hardy compound. Is he an alt-right leader? <laughs> no, not at all. Guys, I want to I want to get on the train, but I just don't have a ticket. We'll tweet this from the <laughs> Bum Puzzle account so you guys can see what he's talking about because it is I think a mushroom trip is a very good way of explaining it. None of it makes if sense. I, if I came home, if I still drank, right? And I came home super drunk, or if I was like just smoking 20 pounds of marijuana and I watched that, and I told my friends about it the next day, they wouldn't believe me. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, you made all of that up, dude. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. It is very real. They also, they made a t-shirt to go with it. Have you seen the t-shirt? The delete one? No, the the yeah, it says delete on the back, but on the front it's it's Matt Hardy on the lawnmower and it says mower of lawn. Oh that was oh oh thank you, Jim. Thank you. So another part of that is he he went chair with wheels, lawnmower. Chair with wheels, lawnmower. So he was like, saying mower of lawn. Chair of wheels? It's really hard for mower me to say things. How you want me to say them? So, this. so the whole thing of it. <laughs> but he got on it, and they played the fucking sugar plum fairy theme from the Nutcracker. <laughs> and he tried to run over a man with his mower of lawns. And then, and then the guy got up, and he just sat there completely shocked, and just was paralyzed because he was standing up. So the uh, the whole thing Matt Hardy does is he resays he like renames things with like outlandish ways to explain them. So like lawnmower, mower of lawn. Bray Wyatt, his nickname is the Eater of Worlds. So he was calling him the uh, Devourer of Celestial Bodies. I think he also Matt Hardy in this character plays chess against Napoleon Bonaparte, who is reincarnated as a goldfish. And I'm pretty sure, is his giraffe Muhammad Ali? Or is it Joe Frazier? No, Joe Frazier's the kangaroo. There's this a whole such lot. A There's a whole hold lot my beer character. I like that there was like an objective ref the entire time. <laughs> that was the best part. Is there's a <laughs> ref being match? like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like it was try- going for this supernatural thing, and they're like singing to each other in whispers, and the ref is like sitting there assessing the match. Being like, away from the ropes, guys. That's a five count. One, two. All right, they broke it up. They broke it up. I yeah. I, love I mean it. that if 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 you were hoping what I would get out of that was that was a trip. Congratulations. Thank you. Cause I, cause it's perplexing. It's absolutely perplexing. It's... I can keep doing the wrestling stuff, but that was the most outward wrestling thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Hands down. I can't believe that. I I don't mean this like in a way like it shouldn't have been aired because I'm talking about it, so it did its job. But like someone made that, like they created all of what you just said, and you guys are attached to it because you love it so much. So my favorite part of it was right before it aired, it closed out Raw. Right before it aired, Michael Cole, the lead announcer of Raw, says pretty much, I'm sorry for what you're about to watch. And everyone's theory is that Vince McMahon is in his ear because he has a headset on, being like, just fuck, I, this is going to suck. Like, this is going to suck shit. Michael, you tell him it's going to suck. And then now he's got a big beef with Michael Cole. Matt Hardy does. And he's going to delete Michael Cole, possibly. Like a real beef? No. Kayfabe. No, kayfabe beef. But you could definitely tell Vince McMahon was kind of trying to be like, this might suck and I'm sorry. Because he probably definitely does not get what's going on at all. No. A 72-year-old man <laughs> watching There's no this way. like, this is, what is this shit? I love it. He must have a lot of faith in those guys to let him do something like that. Yeah, as long as it makes money, I think he'll let him do it, even if he doesn't understand what the fuck's going on. When it happened, I think it was the second thing tr- trending on Twitter. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It blew up, and I never see wrestling. The last time I saw something trending that was wrestling-related was Jon Stewart. You didn't even see Rousey? Mm-mm. Huh. And I follow a fuck ton of MMA people, as you know, and I didn't even see that. Huh. All right, you ready to you ready to get paid? I'm ready to get paid. So, Blindside, uh, we are in between sponsors right now. We do have some uh, that are considered, but we actually just collected some funds from our dear friend Jimmy Nips so that he could promote his pro- his podcast. So he's gonna do he's gonna read a copy right now about his upcoming show. And Jimmy, the the floor is yours. Feel feel free to. <laughs> proceed with uh your your advertisement sorry for the sorry for the build up there i kind of fucked that up so do you guys have questions i want to answer them yeah that's pretty much it no i'm just kidding um no we my wife and i we are putting on a podcast called the silent k it's going to debut monday april 9th where we answer questions, whether it's do you need advice on things, what would we do in your shoes, uh, what is the worst fruit-flavored candy, any kind of question you've got that you want to know the answer to, we want to put our two cents in. So we're sourcing questions from Twitter, Facebook, text messages, emails, uh, whatever the case is, you can send us your message and we're going to give you the answer. We're not professionals. We mostly don't even know what we're talking about, but we like to make it sound good when we do. So we want to invite everyone to listen to the Silent K podcast debuting next week, April 9th, 
And you can find us on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher. Uh, that's mostly it for now. Very good. That's the best $1,500 you've ever spent. It's damn near it. It's I, I paid that much for this Mac that I'm recording here with, and uh, I paid twice that. So that that's all my tax money gone right there in those two things, this, this little time spot and that Mac. So. Yeah. So we do thank you for the money. Listen to the Silent K podcast coming out on April 9th. On Bumfuzzle Network, where we <laughs> get 10%. Good luck with that, dude. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Listen up, it's time for sports. This shit's recorded. How else are you supposed to know that this shit's important? Boom, boom, boom. All right. News time. Um, News time. time. So, Aaron, why don't you tee up this first little puppy because you are intimate with the story. Okay, so... Uh, there was a wrestler who was coming out to a ring in an indie show and he walks up and they're doing the whole heel thing and he spits onto a little girl like his piece of gum which is like a heel thing to do but not to a child like, that's super fucking shitty yeah like there's heel wrestlers who will grab like a beer from a guy drink a little bit and spray it in their face or pour it on them like and like i'm a 29 year old guy if i'm talking shit to a bad guy wrestler i know he's probably gonna do some fucking weird shit but back to me and that's part of the show however this is a little child so he spits a uh, piece of gum at the little girl hits her in the chest bounces off then he starts walking to the ring little does he know the dad of that girl comes up behind him and starts kicking his ass, just beating the shit out of the guy, which I'm all for. I wanted to bring it up because you guys are both fathers. I am not a father, but I loved, I can't fault the dad at all because I think there's a fine line between trying to be a make-believe bad guy and being a colossal dick with no real fucking self-awareness. And I think that's what that guy is. Yeah, he's the latter. He's the latter? Jimmy, I mean, it's have you seen easy. this? Yeah, yeah, I watched that today. What do you think? I I think my wife would have been running faster than me to kick the guy's ass, but yeah, I would have been right behind her. The, yeah. I, it said he apologized for doing that on accident because he didn't mean to... You know, spit that gum straight in her face, which I don't see how that could have been an accident. But I agree. I, I no, it, it, he deserved it, quite the ass kicking. Yes, have I you ever be, have you I've ever seen, gotten like, close and stuff like yell at little kids in like very fun ways? Like they get in their face, but then they'll like pretend to be scared of them. You know, and the kid will seem kind of like tougher, and that's like fun. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about wrestling is when wrestlers interact with the kids. But this is just the wrong fucking way to do it. And there was this big debate where people were like, well, violence isn't the answer. But also at the same time, fuck that guy. Yeah, but like literally. That's a assault that in some states. Some states. I mean, if you that's like literally the thing you love most in life in someone being shitty to it for no reason. Like. People are going to have shitty reactions. I get pissed if a kid fucking pushes Grayson over trying to climb the slide at the fucking playground. Yeah. And I'll do and I'll do like a hey, check your kid to the parent. 
And then I do like it when Grayson is on the swing and he fucking wrecking balls a kid because he's an idiot <laughs> and flies immediately under him. Like, that's what you fucking get for being a dummy. <laughs> so is that a, is that a catch 22? I don't even care. I don't think it is because it sounds like if a, I mean, Grayson's on a swing. There's only so much he has. So the kid. Oh, it's done. If yeah. that kid's under there, there's. N- I can't. I can't change the science of physics. There's nothing like, you over. can do. There's nothing the kid can do, and there's nothing Grayson can do. Oh, but, and the best part is, is I'll see it happen like uh, two seconds before it does, and I'm like, oh, that kid's fucking done. <laughs> and and Grayson. You know, he doesn't give a shit, and he's, like, clapping and smiling, and he's like, party! And that kid, like, has a concussion. <laughs> so, yeah. but I will get I will get dicey with a kid at a, at a, like, a kid splash Grayson in the face at the pool, and I was like, hey, you're, you're, yeah, I was like, hey, check your kid to a dad, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, he's being a brat. And he's like, I beg your pardon. I was like, yeah, like he's he's my kid doesn't want to get splashed in the face. I don't even know. I don't even know who you are. And just, you know, the cool thing about when people are wrong, you can usually call them out on it and they're going to fold. Yeah. Be like, just dude, I'm not asking for a lot. Yeah. Just fucking watch your kid. Yeah. And know that's that's not the right thing to do. Yes. Jimmy, have you ever had interactions with parents in that capacity to protect your child? I actually have not. We we uh. We go to this. You ever see like those those foam play pit things that are in the malls? They oh yeah, like the trampoline places where you can jump in and like practice stuff for safe and yeah, all that yeah. shit. Stuff yeah, stuff like that. We, we we go to those kind of things sometimes when we're when we're around just because she'll she'll see them. But I I haven't had anything where where any other kids have been kind of shitty. Usually it's the sisters here at home that are. That are being kind of shitty to each other. In which case, I do look at my wife and I say, "Hey, watch your kid," but she doesn't <laughs> listen, and then she makes me go do everything because, well, yeah. she, she deserves it. But still, yeah, no, no, no. That that makes perfect sense. You'll you'll you're gonna get there. I'm Aaron. I'm sure you dealt with it with your dogs. Like, if someone's too rough with your dogs at the park, right? Can you like get yeah. your fucking dog away from mine? Like, I used to do that with Fiona and Millie all the time at the park. Yeah, I know. I'm this, I'm I'm very much that. I don't usually they can hold their own, but if there's a dog continually harassing, I'll definitely be like, "Hey, you should watch what your dog's doing because I don't want to put my hands on your dog to pull him off of my dog." Like, yeah. get, get your ass over here and do something about it. Yeah. Oh, I've yanked a collar. Yeah, I've uh, I've once. What did it, I like? I didn't. I wouldn't say kicked, but I placed my foot on a dog and pushed mm-hmm. it. Not so there wasn't like distance between my foot and the dog ever it was just like me straight up pushing it off because it was like cornering dusty once and i was like this fucking these people aren't paying attention at all yeah it's not cool and i do that i do that to kids at the park all the time too yeah you know just push them off with my foot just give them a nice little kick i don't want to get all louis ck but he has the perfect bit what it's like going out in public with your kids because I am the dad that will play with Grayson. I'll leave my phone in the car because it's like he would be the reason I would call 911 anyways. So I leave that. I don't get distracted by that and I'll go and play with him and little fucking kids are like, like I'll be pushing Grayson on the swing and they'll make can you push me next? And like their fucking mom sitting there on their phone. I'm like, 
no, what? <laughs> go, go talk to your, what are you talking? Like, go talk to your mom and just shut that down immediately. Uh, Jess, uh, Jessica and I have both had that experience where we've been playing with Grayson, like in the pool or at a park and kids have come up and asked us if we'll play with them. And it, every time we're like, absolutely not. <laughs> that's also got to be very sad. Oh, it's very sad. But at the same time, it's like, that's not my job. Oh yeah. It's a sure. bummer. It is a bummer. Don't get me wrong. I do get a little bit depressed by it, but especially like in the pool when some fucking greasy little kid comes up and it's like, throw me in the air. And you're like, that's probably molestation at some level. So I'm good on that. Yeah, especially if like a dad's not paying attention. He's smoking a cigarette. He turns around and he, <laughs> he sees, sees me just fucking asking a six-year-old there. Just like giant smile on my face. Like, isn't this fun? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That that's great. I love that. Love oh. it. Yeah, look at us. We went we went down a channel. Uh, okay, so the next story I had. Did you see this this yeah, happen? I did. <laughs> I happily so, read this story today, right around noon. Yeah. So John Crook, for those that don't know, um, is a broadcaster. He'll sit in the broadcast booth from time to time with the Mets. And he will sit in there and he will tell stories, you know, like, oh, this is what it was like when I was a player. And that's what makes him great. You know, I think that's why we always like ex-players to come into the booth is like, man, when I was a player, blah, blah, blah. And it's not like old and crotchety. It's always kind of fun. So there's a rain delay. John Crook was in the booth and he talked about what he did during rain delays. And it was more or less that he admitted that he would turn on pornography and masturbate to it. (laughs) Yeah, he's didn't say it but said it yeah and it was like i'll let you guys know off air like (laughs) which he definitely does seem like a guy who would just yank it in his locker yep yep absolutely it's and it's pretty funny because i've i have toured the safeco uh clubhouse like as a like a as a fan thing one time there is not a lot of privacy in those things no, not at all. But with Crucky, I don't think Crucky needs the privacy. I, I mean, he did say it basically in front of maybe 100,000 people watching a Mets game that yeah. he jerked off. He's like, sometimes you got to pass the time, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. The best was when he was like, I wasn't watching pitch film. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but I was watching some film, you know what I mean? Blah. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... Uh, that was that was wonderful. So I really I really did enjoy that. Uh, I can stretch this and ask you if you guys masturbate in weird places, but I just don't want to go there. Yes, so. the answer is yes. Unequivocally, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think I think we've all I think we've all done that. Uh, bueno. So let's get to the area that you guys have just basically been holding back until we got here. Let's talk about WrestleMania. You guys thought last episode was long. Ooh. Yeah. Should I just mute and catch up on my email? (laughs) Is this where you guys just go? Jimmy, if... So here's the thing about, for me, is Mania. I'm looking at it, and as an adult, I feel like I'm more excited for for things. I feel because I'm more conscious of, like, everything that's going on in wrestling. And there's two times that I can tell you that I've been this excited for a WrestleMania. One, WrestleMania 19 in Seattle, Washington, because I was going, because it was in my hometown, I got to go. So I was super excited. I don't remember being excited about what the matchups were besides 
getting to watch Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels uh, and Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. The other things looked cool, but I was a kid, you know, so it wasn't like I was super ultra focused. Now I'm very focused. And the other one that I was most excited for would be WrestleMania 30, which would be the climax of the Daniel Bryan story. However, I wasn't really jazzed about anything else going on on the show. Yeah, there was fun stuff, and I loved the very first Andre the Giant Rumble, and the whole show from top to bottom ended up being very good. This card looks insane. I think you could take almost every single match in this card, and it could main event anything else that's not named WrestleMania. What are you excited for? I the the entire thing. I yeah. I'm start to finish. I'm the kickoff shows. You know what? Honestly, I'm even pretty jazzed about Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I'm I'm gonna be that guy. I'm I'm pulling for Roman Reigns because he's the face. He's the good guy going against you know the the bad heel champion, and that's what I want. I want the good guy to win. So I I'm pretty amped for that one. I. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. I'm actually pretty interested in seeing that one. That to me is one of is probably the most like topical story that's going on. And it's like a really fun good story, but it's also very relevant to what's going on in today's world with the whole body shaming thing. Yeah. So I think it's very like Nia Jax and um, my wife does not like never really liked her cuz she didn't really see much of her. She kind of just showed up on Raw all of a sudden so because she doesn't watch much nxt with me she will every once in a while but total divas has turned naya to a humongous face in chelsea's eyes she loves her and then they kind of bled into what made her so likable on total divas into raw and i i can't wait to see what that is i don't think it's gonna be a long match i think naya is just gonna squash the shit out of alexa which will be very satisfying to see yes which one's naya Naya's the big one who's related to The Rock. She's really tall. Mm, She's not like yes. most girls, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I want them to put the belt on her. Yeah. But I, I'm more afraid that they're they're going to end it in a DQ or something where it's just going to be something ridiculous that doesn't give her the title. And I just, that's, that's my fear because I, I do watch WWE and I know they like to ruin everything, so... Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But how do you feel about uh, man? I could just ask you about every single. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles to me. I just watched rewatched probably for like the sixth time their match in New Japan, which is just awesome. And I think this is the match that's really going to sell the whole world on Shinsuke Nakamura. Are you excited yes. for this match? One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I again, I'm I'm pulling for him to to win this title. I think that's. Uh, that's the direction that they need to go in. I, I like AJ Styles, but I, I want something new. I want something different, and I think that would be Shinsuke. Very cool. So there's two, I would call them like your mainstream matches, maybe. Maybe your Gaga matches, like your showboating matches. You have Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And then on the SmackDown side, you do have another tag match, which is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Are you excited for those matches as well? Yes, yeah. I, I don't anticipate the the Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle match. I don't think that one's going to be a very good match, but I think it'll, it'll be entertaining. Uh, I don't think it'll be anywhere near the caliber of uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think that will actually be a technically good match. 
So I, that's I'm 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 really excited for this one. Seeing Daniel Bryan come back, just watching him get beat up the night that that he announced he was cleared again, and seeing him get physical and and throw the 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 calf kicks in the corner and then get power bombed on the apron. Just oh my god, every bit of it was I, I just. He looked so crisp. He looked so clean. And then they beat the living shit out of him. So yes. I'm like, man, he must be cleared as hell yep. because they killed him. They killed him that night. So my question to you all, MMA fan here, uh, raise my hand in the corner. What do you see as an expected ceiling for Ronda Rousey? Has this been attempted before outside of Brock Lesnar? And what's like the average outcome for these transitions? Do you think that they are going to try to make her a mainstream star or do you think there's just a huge contingency on her work ethic and just like her ability to hold a microphone? Jimmy, you first on that one. I think it is a, a, a little bit of all of that. I, I, the, the crowd thing, the, the smart marks thing is thinking, you know, put the title on Oscar, set that up for a match against Ronda later on, you know, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. And I, I, I don't want them to put all their eggs in one basket, but that is that is what the internet community seems like. That's what they think is going to happen. And they, they've had UFC guys come in. You know, you had Ken Shamrock back in the day, yeah. who, never a world title guy, but he was he was up there. He had some, some high-profile matches. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar goes from WWE to UFC, and then comes back, so he's got you know high visibility in both camps at this point. So I don't know whether mm-hmm. one helps the other or not, but it's it, it did great for him. So I, I think that with Ronda Rousey being there, coming from the UFC, she's got this big name. She's you know a you know quote unquote real fighter, so it makes her automatically tougher. So I I think it could do well if they if they write it out well and, and they tell the stories right and everything get her a lot more polished on the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. If we get there, then I think she could she could skyrocket easily. So Aaron, I'm sure you want to add to this too, but as an outsider looking in with a novice understanding of what they do here, it sounds like a good next move for for after this would be a fight with Nikki Bella. Because that's something that I saw that was uh, pretty requested and then just kind of build from there rather than just giving her a title fight. Is that misinformed? No, I think that if you had to put tight, like power to someone's name as female wrestlers, I think Nikki Bella might be your biggest name that you have right now. I think Charlotte's right there, of course. I prefer Charlotte myself, but... I mean, with Ronda, Nikki Bella is a huge match. And with Asuka, I mean, that's a big match. And Charlotte, that's a big match. I'm just excited to see where they go after this McMahon thing. Because if they're going to plop her right into the women's division on Raw, I think it'll be very interesting. I think they're kind of doing her wrong right now. Jimmy kind of touched on it. Because, fuck, can she not talk? And they just keep giving her the mic. And they're not playing to the strength. But also... We haven't seen the strength yet. She could come out at WrestleMania, and I'm actually almost expecting her to wow us in the ring because she's so gifted at judo, and she's she's so determined. She's been kind of training on and off for four years. I cannot wait to see her in the ring. And the few moves that we have seen her do have looked pretty damn good. So mm-hmm. that should be really, really fun as well. But Nikki Bella, yeah. if she rest, That's the whole question with her is if she wrestles again. She hasn't really so- wrestled. 
I don't want to I don't want to hoard this, and I want to give you guys the opportunity to keep talking about WrestleMania. But I just wanted to go through some possibilities, and I wanted to get your guys' quick yes or nos on these happening. Okay. Okay. So when you ask them, Jimmy, you first, and I'll go second. Okay. Perfect. So Ronda, and I'm going to butcher stuff. So if you need clarification, please, please ask. Um, Ronda doing work off the ropes. Uh, what do you mean? Just like the whole like running, bouncing off of it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think I think she's got to showcase that that she can do professional wrestling moves, and running the ropes is it's right up there. It's in their repertoire that they need. So I think we'll see it. I will counterpoint and say no. I don't think we will. And I will point to the fact that Shayna Baszler who is a member of the four horsewomen from UFC is currently in NXT. And there's actually a pretty, not, I wouldn't say controversy, but there was a talking point recently where people noticed that she doesn't. So it's possible Hmm. that her style is I'm going to kind of approach you in a UFC way. And we don't do that in UFC. So it might be just all grappling. Interesting. All right. Next, next one. Uh, Rhonda's work on the top rope. No, I don't, I don't, see that coming into play personally yeah me neither Rana getting hit off the top rope uh, kind of like her going up to do something and somebody someone attacking her from the top rope oh someone's going to come off the top rope onto her for sure eventually but in this match coming up just this match oh and this you got to think because it's, it's mostly going to be 99% of it will be Stephanie McMahon uh, maybe Triple H will step in there at some point, but I even I don't see Tr- Stephanie going off the top rope. No, I don't see it either. Okay, Ronda getting drop kicked. I think Steph might try to pull one. I uh, I don't know. It's been I haven't seen her actually do any wrestling in so long that I don't even remember any of her move sets or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, it's. Okay, she's Say a spectacle. She doesn't really have moves. Yeah, it's, it's she's okay. she's a shitty heel. Like she she cheats and she'll she'll rake your eyes, she'll rake your back, she'll pull your hair, she'll do shit yeah. like that. So what about a chest slap? Just a fucking real hard chest slap. Yes. Oh yeah. That could, yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Last last question, and then you guys can move on to what you want to talk about. Ronda reveals a finisher. Well, I thought she already did with the the Samoan drop. I feel like she's gonna. I feel it's got to be armbar, right? I I I feel like that's how they're gonna finish it. I think she'll she'll submit Steph with the armbar and maybe mm-hmm. you know fake break her arm. We'll see, but I, I think that's got to be the finish. I agree. Beautiful. I love it. Can we expect Daniel Bryan? I don't want to. I don't want to make this too remedial, but that's my that's my only other question. Can we? You just said, can we expect Daniel Bryan? But then that was all you said. What do you mean? In the ring. Yeah, he's wrestling. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Who is he fighting? It's him and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Did you already talk about this and I tuned out? Just for a second. We didn't really make it a big deal. But yes, Daniel Bryan is wrestling at WrestleMania, which is... Don't you think that that's going to be probably the most anticipated match of the night? This kind of goes to the point of what I was saying before. There's so many huge matches that I think right now seeing Daniel Bryan wrestle is probably one of the things people want to see most, but I don't think that match is the most, if that makes sense that I don't think that. So 
Is it like, because sometimes it'll be like, there's a card coming up this weekend for UFC that I'm geeked about. And the reason it's one of those cards that's so good that I literally forget about things that are going to be on it because there's so much good content. Yeah, I think that I'm trying to think which other ones we've missed. We, we haven't even talked about Charlotte and Oscar or the four way for the U.S. title or the TLC match for the SmackDown tag titles or the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> there's so much shit going on on this card. John Cena. Versus John Cena. Yeah. Who's going to be confirmed. watching as a fan? Jimmy, I have a question for you. I don't want to. We don't. We can't. We. I don't think we have time to run down everything. But I was thinking about this today, and I think it's a very good topic. Is at WrestleMania there always is turns where some bad guy becomes a good guy, or some good guy becomes a bad guy. Gun to your head, who do you think is turning? Maybe a couple people. Ah. Ah, jeez. I could see maybe a Seth Rollins. Like actual heel turn in Ooh. in that match possibly. Uh jeez, yeah. uh, what else? What other I think that there might be one in the US title match and maybe it's wishful thinking, but I feel like Rusev is just too goddamn over and Bobby Roode is just so not effective as a good guy that I think they could switch places in a heartbeat. It's it's a it's a crime that that Rusev guy doesn't get a mic. He's hilarious. <laughs> That guy doesn't need some. He doesn't need his wife to do his promos or anything. He the has fact a new that he guy calls pig it. swine is fantastic. <laughs> One of my favorite things he did recently was around Christmas. He dressed up as Santa Claus and he went up to the New Day, and they like looked at him and he walked up and then he pulled his beard down, his Santa beard, to reveal his own beard, and he just went. Hey, it's me, Rusev. <laughs> and then he snapped it back and then started talking shit to him. And they were all like, oh, it's Rusev. <laughs> why does why does he need someone to do his promos? He should just do them. He's great. He has a new guy doing his promos. Uh, not, not doing his promos, but introducing him, which has been very fun. Yeah. yeah. It's over yeah. as hell, too. Did you watch SmackDown last night, Jimmy? I did not actually watch it last night. We were in the midst of uh, a bunch of tornadoes and everything here, so that was that preempted my my sports entertainment. Oh, that's a bummer. <sighs> God, dude, get your priorities right. It's last night, Kentucky, Aiden English introduced Rusev, and he's he's like a singer, so he sings Rusev out to the ring, and then he did this. He stops where it's supposed to say it's Rusev Day, and the entire arena, like it was deafening, did it for him. And I'm just like, these guys are... Like, he's got to walk out as the champ. He's just so fucking popular right now. Fun fact, my, my newborn daughter, uh, who was born back in February, she was actually born on Rusev Day, so that was pretty cool. Happy Rusev Day! Right? Happy Rusev Day. I love it. Yeah, there's a... Man, I, I thought maybe Daniel Bryan could turn on Shane because they had so much conflict for so long, but I also think that they could have Daniel Bryan beat up Shane without it being a turn. Like if Shane loses the match and gets pinned and then Daniel like goes to pick him up and Shane pushes him and then Daniel like yes locks him, something like that I think they could do. Maybe. I just, I don't see, I see Shane more turning on Daniel Bryan because I don't see the biggest baby face on SmackDown Live period right now. I don't see him yeah. losing at WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do there. I can see maybe Shane turning on him and then still some reason hiring back uh, Kevin and Sammy. I could see that maybe happening, but that's, that might also just be wishful thinking on my part because I don't 
I don't want Daniel Bryan as a as a heel right now. But you know what? He he's he's shown us that he's great at it, so it it wouldn't worry me if they did. I think you could see Shane. I here's the thing. I just don't see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn losing and being fired from SmackDown. That's my biggest thing. And I could see them pulling it off where Shane gets pinned. And then I could see Shane turning heel. But if Shane turns heel, wouldn't that kind of turn Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn into good guys because they were right about him? Yeah, it's, it's murky. It's murky. The whole thing shades of gray. Yeah. I'm not sure if they do that intentionally or if it's just bad writing, but it's intriguing. It's very intriguing. All right. Who's winning the women's battle royal? I'm thinking it comes down to Bailey and Sasha, and I got yeah. Bailey. All righty. Who's winning the men's? Men's? Um, assuming he's not Braun Strowman's partner, which I think that might be the big show, um, I got Elias for that one. Okay. I have – okay, now who do you think is Braun's partner? I, I think I think the big show, that's that's my thought. That Based on, on my, my Smart Mark community reading. Uh, that would be fun. The big show, pointing to the big show. You know what my wish is? What's that? Is Neville. Ooh. If Neville comes back, does a red arrow off the top of his shoulders, oof, baby. <laughs> that would be super fun. Yes. We can go all night, so let's uh, let's go to the next sports chatting and talking. Sports talking and chatting. Which, I'm happy that you guys have this coming up. It's, dude, Saturday alone with NXT TakeOver, which we didn't even touch, and Ring of Honor Supercard with Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega in the same night. (sighs) Cody Rhodes is one of the best things going on in all of professional wrestling right now. I can't wait to see that match. Yeah, Beautiful. Well, let's talk about a super big boner killer. Um, At least I like to think so. So... When was this? The 2nd of April, there was a baseball match between the Minnesota Twins and the Baltimore's Orioles. Um, and there was a catcher uh, named Chance Sisko who bunted against a shift for the ni- in the ninth inning to get on base. Uh, the reason that this is impactful is because uh, there was a pitcher that was on the Twins, that was working on, I believe, a one-hitter, if I'm not mistaken. We can definitely verify that. And it was against the shift where he bunted, and as everyone knows, baseball just has a fucking shit ton of stupid, unwritten rules, and the pitcher got super-duper butthurt about it. Uh, as well as did the rest of the Twins roster. And Brian Dozier spoke out against Cisco's bunt and said that he would have said something, but the Orioles have tremendous veteran leadership over on that bench with Chris Davis, Adam Jones, and those guys. I'm sure they'll address it and move it forward. So I love baseball. I try to watch quick pitch as much as I can. I love baseball podcasts. I love talking about baseball. I love, I love just... Baseball season. I like baseball offseason to see moves. But man, do I hate this kind of shit in relation to baseball. I agree. It makes it hard to defend when you see this fucking backwards bullshit. The, the thing mm-hmm. is, here's, here's my take on it. 
I get being mad if it's a perfect game or a no hitter. I get being mad if it's a perfect game. I actually, honestly, I would be sick of this bullshit if it was a no hitter, but he had already allowed a hit. So it's not a big deal. And he's saying that it's like not classy of him to try to get on base via a bunt. Mm -hmm. And to my rebuttal, I say to you, Brian Dozier, why were you putting a shift on someone? No shit. If you are putting a shift on someone, your team is still playing the game. The other team should still be allowed to play the game. Yep. There's nothing but, special. There's something special about a one hitter. There is no history books for one hitters. No, no. So fuck yourself. You guys there, are playing a shift. He should be allowed to counter your play. Yeah, you want to talk about traditional shit and you're being a hypocrite and having three guys on the right side of the infield? Fuck you. Yeah, if you, dude, there there would have been a third baseman there anyway if somebody if they didn't shift. The whole thing's dumb. And especially tonight, Twitter blew up while we started this. Brian Dozier stole second tonight in the top of the ninth when their team was up by four. So if you want to talk about <laughs> traditional shit, you are fucking... I'm not sure if the, the coach said him, but hopefully there's some veterans on the Minnesota Twins that could talk to Brian Dozier and talk about how that's another unwritten rule that he just broke himself. Fuck yeah. That. I fucking hate yeah. that old school shit. It's dumb. Yeah, it... It's it's that is like the equivalent of doing like a like a fake punt when you're when you're smoking the other team. Yeah, it's just so uncalled for and stupid. I do want to I do want you to clarify something because I, I do want to understand this. If it were a perfect game, would you be upset that he did that? If punted, how much were they up by six? It was but it was a perfect game. I uh. I think I would be like, come on. Like, I mean, I get it. I don't think I'd be upset, but I would understand why he did it. But at the same time, I would get why the other team was upset, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, I'm just happy that you wouldn't be all traditionalist, like, and be like, that's that's not how you play the game. I mean, Ben um, Davis did it against Kurt Schilling, but it was way closer of a game, and it was in the eighth. So, yeah. I mean, and Kurt Schilling is a hyper racist. So, yeah. So, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> so fuck so fuck big time. Jimmy, your thoughts? <sighs> I, I agree. Thank you. Fuck Kurt That's, Schilling. Fuck Kurt That's Schilling. That's perfect. I just like that. I dislike that baseball is very much like the shitty Disney movie plot where they're like, "Well, we've always done it this way," and that to me just that's what keeps people away from the sport is shit like that. I agree. People who get pissy about bat flips or enjoying it or celebrating it. It's just come like baseball. That's what. And it was funny because last week we talked about the World Baseball Classic with Jason Churchill, which you guys should go listen to it. If you're a baseball fan, it was a great episode. But Mm -hmm. he was talking about how much he hates the World Baseball Classic. But the enjoyment of the players in the World Baseball Classic is so much fun. And it's so in line with what I want Major League Baseball. Yeah. It's like the pa- so the patriotism, fun. the patriotism makes it exciting. Yeah, and people are having fun and they're celebrating and they're not worried about people throwing at their fucking head if they look at their yes. fucking dinger for too long. Come on, people. That's just, that that should be a that should be a misdemeanor if you do that shit. I I I hate that you're allowed to injure someone. Yeah, that should right? be that should be long gone. I do have an idea to run by you. 
just to make the sport fun. What do you think of team celebrations after dingers? And I'm not talking about walk-offs. Everyone bounces up and down like at the same time and they like have like a perfect rhythm going. I mean like rolling your helmet into your team because they're stacked like bowling pins and they all tip over kind of stuff. I think that should, I think, here's the thing. I like the idea. I think they should ease into it. Uh, if they yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm but just talking, that my, was the end game is my example, but just like getting there one day. One of my favorite baseball memories was when Prince Fielder hit a walk-off home run with the Milwaukee Brewers. And mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, Prince Fielder is a larger baseball player. He's one of those big fucking clubbing guys. And he is rounding the bases. He won the game with this fucking dinger. And the entire team surrounded home plate. And usually he'll jump on a home plate and everyone will pat him on the head and they'll all start jumping around and stuff. But Prince Fielder, being the big boy he is, he jumps on the plate and everyone pretended like a bomb went off. And so the entire team fell over when he landed. And I, I watch that probably once every three months. It makes <laughs> me so... That's great. It's so fucking funny. And the next day the team was pissed and they threw behind his back. I hate that. I hate it. That's awful. Give me more fun. Give me more dingers. Give me more bat flips. You don't want Prince Fielder to be a nuke? You fucking don't hang that curveball, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's on you. Like <laughs> That's on you, motherfucker. His celebration shouldn't hurt more than you giving it up. Yes. And I will say, and I've said this since I watched it happen, if I did what Joey Bats did in that playoff game... My bat flip would have been me sending the bat into the fucking bleachers. I would have been so jacked. Dude, I would have fucking spun around like it was a hammer throw in the Olympics and sent that bat deep into center field. (laughs) It just been a shock put, like a fucking When you do something that fucking rules, you should be allowed to be like, I fucking rule. Yeah. Uh, That's what I Absolutely. You get to react as if you are fucking the god of thunder thor and that is your hammer yeah and you just murdered a fucking villain that was going to take down the universe yeah i agree i think Brian doja needs to not have his feelings get so hood you're a bitch brian dozier i agree no one tell him i said that beautiful beautiful and wrapping up question time and it is from Dan Balance he asked if you could only have one and not the other for the rest of your life which would you do you choose hot chocolate or chocolate milk and you can't say I'll let my hot chocolate cool down or I'll warm up chocolate milk up warm up chocolate milk up come on Dan is that was that Dan or was that you <laughs> no I copy pasted that was that motherfucker Jimmy your thoughts easy easy answer chocolate milk all the way yeah, right. Because hot chocolate is it's hit or miss. You've got your watery Swiss Miss bullshit mm-hmm. with those those flaky little marshmallow knots, or you've got the real stuff, which is you know the heavy cream and cocoa, and it's just too rich and and I just I don't want it. I don't I don't like it. So it's it's chocolate milk all the way. I concur with everything you said. I think chocolate milk is more consistent. I think it tastes better. I could never have hot chocolate again, and I would be perfectly fine. I would not miss it. Yeah, the tough thing for me is that I don't really care about either of these. That's what I... Um, But you have to make yourself care. 
You know, you that's 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 the heart. issue. Yeah, but Jimmy, I wanted to ask you in a follow-up if you could pick the brand of your hot chocolate. Does that change everything? No. Ooh. No, because it's it, to me, it's still all. It's it's watery. It's you ever drink YooHoo, which is just a really watery fake chocolate product. It's just a hot version of that. Yep. I just I'm not I'm not a fan. So this is it's an easy answer for me. Give me that dairy oh. gold double chocolate, baby. I think the peak of chocolate milk is way higher than the peak of hot chocolate. Absolutely. Okay, I'll do whatever you guys want because I don't really like either. So I'm a follower. So I'll do what you like, Aaron. Boom. Boom, baby. Don't make me think. Okay. So that'll do it. Thank you for listening to Bum Fuzzle. Like and subscribe. Do all those fun things. Jimmy, thank you for taking Ooh. the time out of your evening to join us and have a conversation. Jimmy, did you think of homework for us? Ooh, homework. Yes. I uh, Have either of you watched that movie, A Ghost Story? No, I haven't if, heard of it. If it's anime, I swear to God. No, no. It's 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 not anime. It's, it's real life. It's... Uh, it stars Casey Affleck, which I think he might be... Is he a sex criminal recently or something? He's, I don't know. But. He sounds like a deviant more than a criminal. But I also don't know. But I know but, people are mad at him. But Well, it, it stars him, and it's a... It's kind of a haunting that takes place from the vantage of a ghost. And he plays a ghost in this film, but he's literally just himself, but covered in a giant white sheet with the black circles in the face. <laughs> Which, okay, I'm, you have me. Yeah, I'm done. I googled it, and I I was waiting for you to try to explain the cover of this fucking movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's him. I, I watched it with my wife, and it's it's kind of slow to build up, but I, I thought the story was was pretty good. My favorite scene is it doesn't spoil anything because obviously he's a ghost, so you know he dies, and his his wife is she just sits on the floor and she eats a very large like an entire pie and it's a one shot sequence for about 5 minutes straight of her just eating this pie and i i i, I would say it's in the dilapidated boat i quit this podcast forever <laughs> the house does eventually you know start to wear down because ghosts are forever but no it's uh i i i enjoyed it i i uh I, I would in, encourage both of you to watch it. It was free on Amazon Prime. So is it scary? Prime no, it's not scary at all. Well, other than the, you know thinking about you know living and dying and the world going on without you, you know you start to think about existential Jimmy. crisis. Sure, cool. Can't does, wait to have does, that panic attack. Exactly. Yeah. Does Casey Catholic when he's doing his lines? Is he like, I wish I wasn't dead. <laughs> Because that would be the best. That I, I'm sure there's there's some uh, blooper reel out there somewhere where that happens, but it, it didn't make the final cut. <laughs> Son of a your bitch. <laughs> oh, no, I miss coming in you without a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Beautiful. Well, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, do all that. Aaron, say something sweet. No! Bye. I'm not the
fucking seal and start for the chicken to the talking Blue